that actually brings up a point, though. Oh, we're back to here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we always come back to here somehow. This show goes to weird places after a while, especially when I'm controlling it here. It's Wednesday, and you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM, and you're here with Brock, Byron, and Alex. So what have you been doing today? Hello, hello. Welcome to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. You're here with Brock, Byron, and Alex, as usual. And today on the show, we have the Reddit question, a four-day work week in Japan. Going to be also talking about nerd talk stuff, such as the Terminator movie flopping, uh, Netflix, of course, and we're also going to be diving into the game sesh as usual, and we've got a couple of other sport updates. That's all coming up on the show, though. Coming up now, though, we have Hey by Vetterborn, and once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes. Reddit, this is the most addictive website known to man. It will tear your life apart. And that's how we found this question. What would 12-year-old you look at you in your current day and what would they say that's the question of this week on the reddit question byron i grew into my nose you what (laughs) Mm. my 12 year old self i wouldn't say i changed all that much in those years only physically i guess he would look upon me like says like you you 23 year old alex you're an absolute drunkard and i would say yes i am uh (laughs) what's the difference between 23 year old alex and like 18 year old alex though same Uh, thing isn't it no, I was probably worse when I was 18. I don't know, I guess the my political views changed over the years, but other than that, really, not really much. I was still a nerdy history student. So you became like a communist? Well, when I was in school and early first year, I was sort of, and then my views sort of shifted <laughs> more to the more moderate ends of the spectrum. What about yourself, Byron? Uh, 12-year-old, wait, hon, say the question again. What would the 12-year-old you now think of you? He would see that. What was this? The year of better. our Lord. What year is this? Like how many? Like what year <laughs> BC? This <laughs> <laughs> no, be early two thousands, right? Thanks, guys. Yes, yes, early two thousands. Wow, wow. Oh wait, see, that's uh, early two thousands. You sure? Yeah, it would be. I, yeah, yeah, it would have to have been. Yeah. Wow, you are old. Nineteen eighty nine. Anyways, yeah. Damn. Uh, Damn. <laughs> no, he just he'd re- look at it and go, "Things get better." Uh and maybe he goes, why are you doing that stupid sport still? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. What, you started Gridiron when you were like 12-ish? No, 25. That's the problem. <laughs> so what sport would they still Oh, be? no. I, it's, I was firstly playing football, but like I'd be looking at myself and going like, you're still playing sport, and, you know, a bit broken. Oh, I get you. I get you. Actually, I know what my 12-year-old self would say to me. It's like, why are you in Australia? <laughs> why did you move there? Because it's the greatest country. Yeah. It's the promised land. Yeah. Well, I don't actually know what my 12-year-old self would tell me, but I reckon they'd say something along the lines of, wow, you haven't changed at all. You're still the exact same, like... A 1v1. Yeah, basically. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're still, still playing games and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, computer games will not get old. Yeah. yeah. That's something you'd be looking at going, Ooh. yes. And it's something all three of us can agree on. All three of us still like Star Wars. Yes. So yes. <laughs> it'll never change. Just not the recent movies, but we do not talk about them. Oh, but I like the recent I the first one, which I've I seen. I enjoyed it. What you-, you like a Force? You like the Force Awakens? Was that like the first of the new trilogy? Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. I thought it was yeah, everything it was just, I ever wanted in a Star Wars remake. movie. It was just a remake of a New Hope, and the Last Jedi was abysmal. 
Either way, though, let's not actually talk about Star Wars, though, because we're getting off topic. You started this. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know. It's my fault. It's a deep hole there. Yeah. But still, though, do you reckon there's anything else which 12-year-old us would want to say to our current selves now? I, I think they would be envious over the amount of money that we have and that we're able to, like, buy our own video games and not ask our parents. I think mine would be more ashamed <laughs> with how much my Steam library, how big my Steam library is, and how many games I haven't played on it still. Uh, yeah, because yeah, when you were a kid and like your parents got you a game, you played that game to absolute completion. Oh yeah, because you didn't have many games, you didn't have the choice to it. But now we're so spoiled for choice. It's like yeah, I'll play that game at a bit. I didn't actually have those options though. I didn't have the access to the internet like we did now. Mm. Steam was only just coming into its full power then. Or you know, Steam Online, where you had to get well, firstly Half Life Two had to be logged in and do that. Mm. We didn't have that issue. Originally, you used to be get the CD, install, share it with your friends when you're done with it. Didn't matter. But yeah, well, I actually have a different. CD of like the s- orange box. Do you remember the orange box? I, oh, the orange box. I got the orange box on Xbox. Yeah, and PC. I got it on both. You console peasants. Yeah. Actually, what? do you remember? Do you remember though, back both. in the days when you, you can exchange discs? Right, you didn't actually have to worry about like the security codes that much when you were like installing games. But now it's a little bit more difficult these days. Because I think, you know, especially when you're installing games on Steam, you can only use that card, you know, the um, the code that was with the disc. Yeah. yeah. But I remember, like, where you would say, hey, do you want to play this game? Here, take the disc. And then, yeah, you didn't have to worry about all that. Oh, no, no. That, that's been around for a while. <laughs> that has been. But I'm referring to games like early 2000s that would have played on PC. Mm. Can't believe we still actually play the same games which we used to play back then, it's though. because I think just games back then are probably just a lot better, I would say. I think there's a... Huge emphasis now in recent games over, like, you know, graphics and all that, really. Have and you seen at the detriment to, <laughs> at, Yeah, at the detriment to gameplay, but I don't know. I feel like, especially when it comes to, like, say, strategy games or any, like, RPGs on PCs, they're oversimplifying it because they're wanting it to be accessible, quote-unquote, to a wider audience, but at the detriment to the fans that, you know, made it popular to begin with. That is the problem. But anyway, I think that's for game sesh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We always get into this sort of thing, though, where we... uh talk about games but either yeah. way though gonna go to our next song nerd uh, yeah that's true nerd talk is coming up at some point though but um this one coming up now is quick words long trouble by timmy temple and once again you've been listening to hump day vibes on radio Fremantle 107.9 fm and you just listened to crash pad by tanaya harper and before that we had nothing by tim ayer welcome back to hump day vibes on radio Fremantle 107.9 fm with brock byron and alex now next thing we're going to be talking about what would you guys think if uh, if we had a four-day work week? Bring do you, it. Do you reckon that'd be good? Yeah, happy be good. days, happy Longer days. Longer weekends are just a plus, you know? Yeah, so basically it would make sure that every single weekend is essentially a long weekend, except it'll be Friday instead of Monday. And you can imagine that apply to Australia. There'd be so many more drunk people roaming around. Exactly. And so the thing I'm going to bring up is, though, Microsoft actually just tested this out in Japan. And apparently the work productivity increased by 40%. That would sort of make sense if you think about it. Like, uh, you have most people tend to have just a short burst, you know, a short burst of energy, really. And so, I guess if you condense your workload into a smaller amount of time, smaller time frame, I would certainly see pr- productivity being increased, I suppose. Because, especially if it's a long week and then it's like getting close to the end of the week, you don't really have any enthusiasm when it comes to your Friday. You just want the shift to end. So, I don't know. That's an idea. I look at this as a we should be doing 10 hour days, four days a week. Mm hmm. But also, yeah, because I'm thinking about what about your hourly pay, though, as well? Would well, they no, have no, to no. increase the length no, of the shift? No, or? no, no, no. So instead of, you know, we still do like a you know, 38, 40-hour work week, right? Mm. But if we do a 10-hour day, Monday to Thursday, right, I can say when when it comes to the end of the day, 
What happens at the end of the day? Not much. No. What happens at the start of the day? Not much. But if we take out those two bits as well, there's like, I'd say, let's say three hours mm. there at least that are going to be way more productive. If you look at this as a trade perspective, I don't know what happens at the end of the day every day. Last half hour, tools are down, everyone's packing up. And that's, yeah. you know, 40 minutes packing up, people driving back to the depot, all that stuff. I can also imagine, doing that. I can also imagine, though, Monday mornings being a little bit more miserable if you're thinking that the day's like going to be slightly longer. Yeah, but when you really think about it, though, um, it doesn't really matter what day it is, though, because if you get rid of Mondays and put it onto another day, the first day is always going to be that day where it feels like a drag. Yeah. The first day is always a slog. Yeah. Exactly. I'm agreeing with you with your bone. I like a Thursdays. Four, a four by ten, I think, would be a really decent like, now, option. The question is, though, with that statistic, the 40% increase, is that 40% because over four days or is it over the month they had 40% more pr- productivity? What it, uh, I'm questioning how they gauge this procti- you know, productivity levels. How does it work? That's the thing. That's the hard thing to judge just for the fact that I don't actually think that stat is accurate. Now, neither do I. I don't think that much increase in productivity is possible. See, what I believe is happening is, and I think Alex may have alluded to it earlier, but what is happening is the same amount of work is still being done per week. It's just for the fact that because you have reached that fifth day on a Friday or whatever other day you work, you're already not doing that work. You're just counting the hours exactly, left of the yeah, shift. Exactly. And when you contribute to the fact that what you said before is where the start of the shift and the end of the shift, you're not at your most productive hours, you can cut those off as well. And you're really doing the same amount of work anyway. And it's just for the fact that because you only have four days in, to do it all now instead of five, you're more productive, but you're still getting the same amount of work done. Or is it possibly that some people there are slacking off? Well, I think everyone does. No, no. I feel like if you are a 40% increase in productivity and you're losing a day, I think some people are not pulling their weight in general. Mm. No, but I mean, it's... I wouldn't really say that, though, just because of what I previously just said, though. Just for the fact that... People can't go five days in a row, like 100% productivity. You'll dwindle over time. So putting it all in the four days, that's probably what they're already doing anyway. They're just having to go for five days and counting those hours, like Alex said. Well, this is the other part. And this is another reason why they did it, though, is because Japan has a workaholic mentality. People are working 12 hour days there. disciplined nation, so they are when it comes to work productivity. It, it, it's more than discipline, though. It's really bad. Like, they have a problem hiring people that are too old because they don't want to work the 12 hours a day, six days a week there, which is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, there's a very uh, good video, which I watched a while ago, about a, uh, a head chef. And basically, his days were he would start at 6 a.m. and then he would literally be finishing at midnight. Mm. What? Yep. And that's pretty much almost every day. Isn't the minimum required of, like, sleeping hours, like, it? Uh, I mean, I don't know it's how. It's more like a healthy amount. Like, like, a healthy amount of, like, for the sleeping pattern. It's just like how it is over there, though. They have like a full-on like worker mentality where like that's what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I know here, um, you know, in the trade situation, there was uh, I had to have a nine-hour gap between shifts. Mm. That would give me and nine hours is a very loose term there. Usually, would make it ten, and you'd have to have a you know eight-hour sleep essentially in there, rest time, get up, you know, be able to do all your other stuff, and that, it was really nice though when we had that, and. If the way that's described, I wouldn't do that. Mm. Couldn't it's, do that. It's a similar um, thing with my current like uh, part-time job as well, where uh, by the time I finish and if I'm going in the next morning, yeah, we're meant to have that 10 hours or whatever it is. By the time when you get home, though, your brain needs to like wind down, you know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, you're not really getting that 10 hours yeah. of sleep, you know what I mean? You're getting you're way less than down. that. But yeah. I just have like a couple of beers before going to bed. 
And <laughs> you do that every day, though. No, where, where are you from again? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Some place where <laughs> somewhere like some place where the convicts are from, you know. But either either way, though, uh, let's put a full on uh, answer to this. Four by ten. Do you think that, that that's the best option? I would love a four it by depends. ten. It just really depends on the you know the type of work, really. Actually, for radio, it probably wouldn't work that well. Yeah. Actually, it kind of would. Imagine what do you mean? Well, in it's our perspective. It's certainly a hard job. We're sitting here relaxed right now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're paid really well too, remember? Yeah. <laughs> no, let, let's, let's compare this to radio real quick before we move on. Basically, uh, 4 by 10 for radio would work because you have your broadcasting time. So, for example, say if we were doing two hours every day for the four days, that's two by there. Then you've got all the planning prep and whatnot. So, you'd be preparing for the next day's show after the current show you're doing now, you know what I mean? Mm, I just... So, uh, I, would, I think it would work. I think uh, it would definitely work. Maybe, maybe. If everyone adopted it, yes. I would want people to try and give that experiment a go here. I would love In what that, sense? If, if it was everyone? Well, just like, because it would be interesting to see if things might be different if it was tried in Australia rather than Japan, because, you know, different cultures as well. I yeah. like the idea of having access to go to the shops. You know, firstly, I don't like cold delivery and everything like that but i like the idea of being able to go to the shops on my day off because i would go up there on a saturday sometimes it's all busy as all hell but if we have the three days probably will be a bit better i mean then we come across the situation of who's going to work those days and then shift workers come into it and then what's the standard it's going to be i don't know but either way though uh we've reached that point where we we're done like that's how we were <laughs> yeah, talking we're, about Texas last yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to our next song. Uh, this one is Slave by Jim Alexander. And once again, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And that was Harmony Burn, Come Down versus Calm Down, and Introvert, Somewhere Else. You're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And my two co-hosts are having a great time watching someone struggle with some blinds. Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, on the off chance that uh, you're listening right now, uh, guy right next to us in the other studios, give us a couple of minutes. I'll go over there and fix it up for you. <laughs> but, that's um, Studio A? No, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's Studio, Studio A. a yeah. Individual from <laughs> Studio A, we're observing you. Okay, yeah, let's give me five get minutes. straight into talk. <laughs> we are talking Pokemon. Game of Thrones, we could talk about that. These guys remember Gangnam Style, right? I loved Gangnam Style. You're listening to Nerd Talk. <laughs> uh, he, he heard us too. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's happened recently is the sequel, well, we've been talking about this for a bit, sequels and how they're just, you know, remakes and everything like that. So Terminator 2, sorry, Terminator, what is it? What, what are we calling it? Terminator 9000. Yeah, yeah, for that. Number, the chopper. number 17, 50,000. The most Actually, recent no, Terminator movie. T-1000, so maybe it's Terminator 1000, you know. Yeah, because ah. they're going to need a thousand more movies in the Terminator series to even come close to being able to redeem the series. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, though, the point is that the movie actually got scored quite well. I mean, uh, I like my IGN scores and they gave it an eight. I haven't actually gone and seen it yet, but... What about Rotten Tomatoes? I never trust them because you <laughs> yeah. review bombed all the time. That's a problem. Seven out of eight, too much I water. Trust, I tend to trust the audience score in Rotten Tomatoes more. I don't know. I guess like like you have bit. like tens of thousands of more people voting on it. You know, it's a bit more accurate. Anyways, I feel like it got burnt really early by that first trailer. Mm. And in turn, it is considered a flop. What was the problem with the first trailer? The CGI. Wasn't the CGI oh, just CGI. really horrible? It was absolutely terrible. Mm. Especially when you're comparing it to the original Terminator movies when they were just absolute marvels of special effects. 
Oh, but there were practical effects as well. If you look back at the first Terminator special effects, like where you see actually walking towards a door. Oh, yeah, the stop motion skeleton. Yeah, it was actually really... But there's a charm to that, though, because no. you can see there's a lot of hard work put into that. Yeah, yeah, but it, I thought it was quite terrible. Ah, but I guess, though, you have to ju- sort of judge it by the time it's released. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, if we go back to Terminator 2, though, and all the practical effects on that, that was really nice. Yeah. And especially the whole, what was it, the T-1000... Going Exos. through the uh... yeah yeah that was that was amazing for the times I thought it was mm. great. But anyways, the point is though that is flopped and I'm really upset because I was hoping it would be great. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't care about movies anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but still, it was satisfying to see something which looked like it was going to be total crap turn out to be something which was actual total. Especially crap. when the Pat Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. No. Yeah. Okay. Now you've got some news about an Avatar. An Avatar. A oh King's yeah, Avatar. so I, I was thinking like the last Airbender, like or, or yeah, be bad movies, you know. Are you talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender or no, the no. Avatar okay, just, sci-fi? Just look, no, we're we'll, not. Let's, so there's, let's a, there's a series it. on Netflix called The King's Avatar, which basically <sighs> is like a video game, esports sort of series, and they've yeah, just announced nerds. that. They, well, it's nerd talk, Alex. <laughs> what do you expect? Well, I'm making a stand here. Like, I do not like nerdy topics and nerd talk. That's just too far. You cross <laughs> well, the line. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so uh, season two has just been announced by Tencent, our favorite people of all time, and uh, I'm pretty excited to watch it just because I'm interested to see how the story actually progresses. And I know Byron liked it but at the same time he didn't like it i i watched one. all the episodes guiltily watched it i'm ashamed i watched it but i did and there were some good episodes in the two exactly it's just frustrating watching with subtitles yeah but you know what like at some point it'll be like westernized though no it won't it will it you won't notice it will when you're like watching a foreign language <laughs> you ever notice that when you're watching a foreign language tv show especially if it's like say chinese or indian there's always like 60 episodes for one season yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't like it, and I do it's like bad. it. I don't. Okay, well, in the perspective of episodes, you know, let's like look one at one hour episodes. Let's let's go look at the CW network, which is the cardinal rule of twenty something per episodes for like Arrow, Flash, all that stuff. I feel like they need to just ditch the filler episodes. Quality over quantity. Yes, and I feel like Game of Thrones was doing that really well, and then they bombed. No, but see, here's the thing, which is why I will support, like, the 40 episodes thing. So, they make their stories not to have, like, say, a second season or a third season or anything like that. They conclude the story for the entire one season, essentially. And so, they're not going for um, more than one season. Like, they're going from point A to point B in the one season, and that's it. And then if a second season can spawn from that, they'll do it, but... It's I, the, like all the loose ends are tied up when like, with Western TV shows like Game of Thrones and everything else. They're always going, oh, if this does well, we're just going to chuck in a second season. We don't need to uh, yeah, do like, anything I, with this. We'll just also chuck think, in a cliffhanger. Though, it sort of works when it comes to, like, say, children's TV shows. If it's like certain stories that have their own, like, um, story arcs, like, over the progress of, like, three or four episodes and they go on to a new story, but just in the same universe, you know. But I guess, it, like, one story arc max would be, like, 10 episodes. That's why for most shows that we get. 10 episodes but something like say um star wars the clone wars you would often have like these awesome self-contained stories per episode it would be two or three episodes and that would get really annoying yeah but the final final seasons of the clone wars are fantastic (laughs) especially when darth maul returned those episodes are so cool and you see we just came back to star wars again every time every week 
I'll be going to Sydney, <laughs> so I'm just taking advantage of this right. Just want to get it out of my chest. Well, I mean, while we've got the opportunity, do you just want to quickly talk about that? Well, I'm I'm sort of like leaving these two because I don't like them, you know, for a month. Lies. Yeah. Yes. Do you think I'll be crying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. No, I'll be working. Well, I'll be doing a work placement in ABC in Sydney. Woo! Fancy. Special. I know. Oh, the blinds are working now. Yeah, I've just been looking at them <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> our uh, our king tech guy managed to come in and save the day. All hail Ben. Yeah. All hail Almighty Ben. All Solver hail Ben. Problems. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's okay. just listening right now. <laughs> okay, and the other thing we have to talk about is that Netflix is pulling support for old Samsung TVs. That makes sense. Good. I don't think it does. No, it, it does, and here's why. This is a, like, old TVs, which are smart TVs, which have the app which you download on the TV, right? Yeah. See, it doesn't matter what generation your TV is from now on, just for the fact that things like Amazon Fire, Google uh, Chromecast and whatnot exist. So those devices exist and it doesn't matter what sort of TV you've got. You'll always be able to access, like, services such as Netflix. So them losing their actual support at the end of the day doesn't actually matter. Well, I think it's terrible because it's just an app on an Android device. That's essentially all that it is on there. You're accessing a, the Android system, which is on the Samsung device. And it's actually kind of, I think it's unfair because, for example, I have an old, and I, I'm i going to stay this straight out, it is a very old Western digital box uh. that I use in my room as my set-top box, but it's quiet and has no lights on it. It's great. Oh, there's a certain charm to them, no. And no. don't get me wrong, the interface is terrible, but it's still supported. Why wouldn't Samsung TVs, which are way better tech, not be supported? Here's something for you, Byron. Did you find that it was unfair when it went from analog to digital? I thought it was eventual progression requirement. Exactly, and that's what this is. So why is my device? Eventual, got to cast out the old Eventual here. progression with the Samsung TVs, out with the old, in with the new. We're no longer going to support it, so if something yeah, goes wrong, it's not our fault this anymore. This isn't that situation yet, though. Remember how long analog was around before digital, uh, before the digital stream came through? Yeah, but that's kind of irrelevant because technology is advanced so much quicker each time, you know what I mean? Okay, so is your TV still going to be able to play uh, episode in 1080p? Yes. Yes. That's, the, this, this go, all these smart TVs are all going to be 1080p. I'm going to say that straight out. Yes. And all the shows are going to be able to be broadcast in 1080p, right? Yes. Mm. I'm trying to see the problem here. It's still an app. You're still going to have the same bars show up. It's just you're not going to have your 4K availability. Yeah, for but it's it. about the development and the upkeep, though. So and the likelihood for all that we someone know, would actually have a box to begin with. No, no, not only that though, but these new TVs, their technology behind them, even though a lot of the stuff is similar technology to what we've got, their operating system, even though it's Android, it might be a totally different version. Uh, there might be their own sort of thing, you know. And the old TVs are just like, yeah, it's not cost effective to continue to support this, you know, because they're older TVs. So how old are these smart TVs going to be? They're not that old, though, really, when it comes down to it. When you go for lifespan of technology-wise... It's short now. It's, but the thing is, though, my iPhone's still supported. I have an iPhone 5. That's got still support for it. That's really old now, when you go tech-wise. I don't know what my iPhone is. I don't really have phone cards, sir. <laughs> I think it's an 8, man. <laughs> Possibly. But iPhone users shake my head. Yeah, I'm no, a Samsung right. person. I just, like, Oh, I'm not a Samsung this. person. Guess what, I, what, guess what I'm using? Huawei. No, I'm not using that. I don't know. Nokia. Nope. What? I'm an Oppo man. Ugh, cheap phone. That's not uh. a cheap phone. <laughs> cheap phone for cheap guys. This is like the biggest Android-based phone now in Australia. 
thing is that we need to follow the teachings really? yeah. of the Adeptus Mechanicus. All machines are sacred, <laughs> and they're all you know, you know, fragments of the machine god. I love Star Trek, Alex. <laughs> okay, well, don't you think it's good when we fight? Because that's the name of our next song. You listen to Day Vibes. <laughs> I from love it. One hundred seven point nine FM. And that was eighteen-year-old man swimming. And before that was Eli Synergy. You listen to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM with Brock, Byron, and Alex. And now we are going to talk about roadside pickup. What so is that? You're really not aware of what the roadside pickup is? No, I don't. Okay, so the roadside pickup is when everyone throws out their white goods, you know, fridges, freezers, stuff like that, you know, TVs, all that mm. stuff out, and they throw it to the roadside, and then the council oh, I've comes done that. I've done that. Yeah, I'd hope so. It happens every year. Yeah. But the question is, though, what is your best find from it? I don't. I just don't trust people, especially if it's a fridge. You never know. There's like a rotten fish inside, you know. <laughs> what? What? Listen, I'm a complete pessimist when it comes to interacting with human beings. And I just expect something absolutely foul. There's a reason why they threw it out. Yeah, but like... It's because they don't need it anymore. Haven't you gone past something and been like, hey, you know, that looks great. I'm going to take that. No. Never? No. I've never actually picked up anything from a roadside. Really? No. No. Never. No. Either... I, I'm really confused right now because so many people I know have. I got friends that have got whole gym sets from it. Oh, well, there you go. I, I mean, I guess it just depends on what it is, though. If it's something which really interested me, I, I'd probably pick it up. But a lot of the time it's stuff like furniture. Yeah. And I don't really need furniture. So unless I'm going to be moving out soon and, I, <laughs> and I'm desperate for some stuff and I don't want to pay, uh, that's the only well, thing, you know? Recently... I was driving home and I saw this black box on the side of the road. And firstly, me thinking it might be, you know, some computer parts. And I'm a little bit of a hoarder of computer parts. Black box. You can never know what's inside it. It's, oh, actually, it's, like Pandora's it's box. actually the flat recording of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think well, of a flat. Something right within the Bermuda Triangle that teleported yeah. <laughs> to Western Australia. Okay. M74A2. <laughs> but anyways, it ended up being a VCR. Oh. Ah, yes, because we VCR still player. use VCRs nowadays. What was well, it? No, no, Some, no. Something sinister? It was an old VCR player, and I went and asked the people, hey, does it still work? He's like, yeah, we're just throwing it out because we have no more VCRs, and you know, we're just decluttering. So it all worked, gave me the power cable for it, and I took the whole thing back. But the reason I took it was because my friend's mom wanted a new VCR because their thing broke, essentially. What's a new VCR? You know, like a working one, just one that works. So I took right. it home and it worked and it's great. The point is, though, it worked really well and, you know, gave it to them. So, you know, took something that was going to be put in the, you know, the garbage dump and then taken away, you know, being used. Other things I found, like I found some chairs, found some, you know, a glass table with some side chairs for it. Uh, what else? Uh, and, you know, even a computer desk. Found all these things. Like there, there are some nice things out there on the roadside. <laughs> I'm sure. But there are a lot of sinister things on the oh, roadside yeah. as well. Yeah, like you. Yeah, but a lot of the time... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't get picked up. <laughs> no, but I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if there was something which interested me, which I needed, I'd pick it up. But I just there's been nothing which I've needed at that time, which I... You know, so I haven't picked anything up. I, I just think it's a good thing to keep your exactly. eye out on. Oh, Especially absolutely. like when your house is already full of clutter anyway. Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, it can be full of clutter, but there can always be something on the roadside that is essentially nice. Mm. Like another example was I found I watched this person put this set of well, three seat three seated couch out, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm getting rid of it." I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Just got a new one." 
So I said, can we take it back under your garage so no one else grabs it? And I'll go grab a trailer and I'll bring it back. Came back, got a whole you know, beautiful leather couch. It's great. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a nice win as well. But What does the leather couch look like? Oh, don't. What? No, never mind. Just, oh. No, no. just no. no. Just no. Just no. I have just no idea what you guys are talking about. Just oh, no. You sweet summer child. <laughs> Oh, no, but yeah, it was We're just... We're move on from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, have you seen the movie Sinister? Yes. It was just based like, off like you, right? a VCR tape and you got all those, like, you know, tapes and all that and you start playing them and it's like some serial killer. You could be in that situation. Yeah, I didn't right get now. the tapes. I just got the player. Yeah, but you never know. Maybe in your attic one day you'll see, like, a bunch of tapes. Okay, who has an attic in Australia? I think I do. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked. I don't know. No, I, we do. No, no we one don't. has an attic. No, no one does, but we don't even have basements here either. What do you have? You just have sheds. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the Australian uh, oh. basement, a shed. Well, no, we had an attic in... When I lived in Applecross, we had an attic. So, I mean, we can have one. Not always, but... <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I'm just really surprised you guys haven't actually gotten anything. Like, I used to get TVs from the side when I was younger when, and, you know, plug a GameCube into an, an N64. You nerd. So we had one in our room. Yeah, never needed anything, so I just haven't picked because anything up. Because my mother already bought me, like, a oh. PS2 and all the games I needed. And a yeah. TV for it, too. Yeah. Probably. Feeling like you guys are a little bit spoiled. Oh. oh yeah, honestly. absolutely. <laughs> Especially when it comes to, like, 18-plus games. I was just, like, ask, ask my mum, say, hey, can I have that? It's 18. I know, but it's not that bad. It de- it's like, okay. It depends on your definition of sport, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, within reason, if you were, like, being really good and all that, and you asked nicely, you know, you would have, you would likely get it but you know because i mean I, I don't consider myself spoiled like growing up i just consider myself like no, but, like, we, we were taught to value the stuff that that's I what have, i mean yeah we va- we taught to value what we had but also we'd be appreciative of when we would receive something mm. and uh i could just say like straight up like or for, off the top of my head for playstation 3 for example i guess they'll be so, sort of spoil yeah. ourselves though as well like imagine it's like you've been working for 10 minutes it's like Go have a drink. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, was I lucky to receive like a PlayStation 3? Yep. But I received it in like 2011. You know what I mean? Where, As like, did I. That's like almost the end of the whole entire console cycle. Yeah. I like suffered through a dark fit time of my life in secondary school in Ireland when all of my friends had PS3s. I just had a Wii. Yeah. Yeah. No, you had the rough time. You know. <laughs> I had a PC too, though. I just played. You must be an D&D. expert at Wii bowling, though. Yeah. I don't know. What did I play on the Wii? Tennis? <laughs> okay. Wii Sports. Did you uh, throw a lung out there? No. What about Green Lung? Because uh, that's the artist of the next band, Green Lung. No. Call oh, Green Lung. No, I think you were talking about <laughs> the Wii Tennis, and I was like, what are you on about? So that's our next song. <laughs> you listen to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. This is a good song. Stay tuned. And that was Fingerprints by Heidi's Coyote. And before that was Woodland Rights by Green Lung. Woodland Rights was Green Lung's. Uh, debut album that came out this year I'd say it's really good don't you think yeah so I really not, enjoyed it it's not really much metal but it's more of like a classic rock sort of feel to it oh, oh yeah it almost has like vocals like uh, Black Sabbath anyway coming up now we have choose your character choose your weapon round one fight this is Gamesish And so for this week of Game Sesh, we have some interesting news regarding Super Smash Bros. Apparently it is the best-selling fighting game, I believe. But, uh, Byron, obviously you are the expert on Smash Bros, are you not? Yes, it has uh, done 
absolutely amazingly and taking the title from uh, Street Fighter 2, I believe, which is like, you know, a massive deal considering that <laughs> that game came out a long time ago. And that's on the Wii U, of course. And I am a massive fan of Smash Brothers, so I'm so glad it's hit that point, though. That's actually not surprising that Street Fighter 2 is the most selling, just for the fact that, obviously, over time, uh, the longer it's been out, the more it's going to sell. Now, I just want to know where they got, if the numbers, how they exist, is it like, do they count every remake of it as well? Oh, well, I don't or, know. Like, I mean, or is this just is this just like the recent uh, released um, Smash Bros? Yeah, the one on the Wii U. Right, right. So Although, that- uh, you might be on the money there because I know with uh, Tetris, for example, anything which was made with Tetris, which they sold, was counting towards its original total. And Ooh. so, uh, yeah, and the only reason I know that, though, is because uh, Tetris is no longer the most sold game of all time. It's actually Minecraft. And, uh, no way. Yeah, yeah no, yes Minecraft way. definitely is. Minecraft is the most especially, sold game of all time now. You can imagine what Notch is like now, especially when Microsoft bought Minecraft as well. And that was years and years, years and years ago. Years ago, yeah. Do you remember when that first came out? Mm, Did you ever play like, the classic version? I remember playing $2.50 for it. Yeah. I, I, like, I was like asking my mother to like buy it for me. I was still in beta. Um, I think 1.5 beta was when I started playing Minecraft. Uh. Oh, such a... 1.5 beta? Do you remember the, that time during the beta phase where every time we would have an update, we would always get so excited. Like, oh my God, has Minecraft actually finished? Yeah. You know? I, like, it was the bed update in Minecraft. Like when that beds were added, that's when I started playing. Ooh. So I think the Minecraft, the update that I will always remember because uh, we were, I don't know, we were crawling through these um, caves, right? And we're like, we're about to kill these other players. And then all of a sudden, this, uh, probably this admin out of nowhere just killed the three of us. And we're like, what happened? What? And then update. So. Uh, yeah, but that's because of server-wise. Yeah. But we're off topic here. Of course we are. Of course. So let's get back to it. How much of Smash Brothers have you played? I only played it when it came out in the Wii. I haven't played a single Smash Brothers since Melee. Wow. I, I firstly say that's the best version. <laughs> but still, like, I'm... I'm still looking at it, looking at it as an outsider, I would say. I never got properly into it, but I always knew that it had a huge following. I remember playing it when I was in Japan 2012, I believe, and I was staying with this um, uh, host family, basically, and I made the foolish mistake of challenging a Japanese person to smash. I got smashed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and on other topics that we have... Yeah, BlizzCon. Interesting. Yeah, BlizzCon has just happened, and... uh Quite a few new trailers coming out, especially Ugh. with uh, Diablo 4. It looks very interesting. And Do you think they're going to redeem themselves after that incident of Diablo 3? Okay, Ooh. no, before the incident of Diablo 3, let's ignore that. The yeah. Diablo Mobile, that was the incident that we mm. hated. Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly... That, that was a quote, by the way, from yeah. the person who's like, don't you all have phones so you can all play it? Do you remember... And we don't want to play it on that. Do you remember Error 37? No. When it wouldn't let you log in when yeah. it first came out. Okay, anyways, but the, the, the first thing we want to talk about is the uh, fake apology. Yeah, and I'm just going to preface oh, this by, by saying... Zenimax is in this over Fallout 76, I believe? No, 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 no. 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 This is about uh, Blizzard. With oh. The whole... Um, We're still in BlizzCon. <laughs> oh, the Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yep, yep. But like, I'd, I'll preface this by saying I still have not seen a single one of those Blizzard trailers because I refuse to. I know the announcements. Uh, I just don't care about Blizzard anymore. I'm, like, boycotting Blizzard, basically. Like, I'm never going to touch a Blizzard game again. So, basically, after that uh, Hong Kong fiasco, you think they've shown their true colours, really? Oh, absolutely. Mm. No, I think they've 
they have stuffed up and they know it just they got to unfortunately got to have to stand their ground a little bit on this situation i think they're just being very corporate you know no but yeah. see the thing is though uh they had no reason to do what they did but they decided that and i mean it's going to sound stupid because businesses need to make money of course but they decided we're only going to focus on this aspect of money and that's what we're doing despite the fact that that's now deciding to alienate their current main consumer base and they're trying to appeal to something else. Mm. And developers, so, yeah. Yeah. developers and publishers should be respectful over the original fan base that made those games popular to begin with. Exactly. Okay, so since we've we've talked about that, we covered that part. Yeah. Let's go to Diablo. Yes. Don't care about Diablo anymore. <sighs> I well, wasn't okay. a huge fan, but I was always aware over the controversy surrounding Diablo 3. Why? What was I- wrong with it? Well, I apparently it was it. just like over. Apparently, it was just oversimplified well, it, when you compare it to Diablo Two. Oh yeah, okay. I would say that because you had a lot more spells and you had a lot more hotkeys you're pressing and stuff. Mm. I well, for, if you look at sales for it though, I'm sure it's sold thirty million. Decently. Yeah, thirty. It's it's up there on the number of, you know top list sellers. What's the best? Se- uh, no, that, I'm not going to ask that question. The best selling game for Blizzard is obviously Warcraft, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Hearthstone, it's Diablo Three, Diablo yeah. Three. Wow, Hearthstone can't count because it's free. Free, medium. free. Yeah, um, but. That's another one. Hearthstone announced Battlegrounds, which is going to compete. It's it's auto chess essentially. You choose your characters, and they randomly fight it out. And I, I'm kind of sick of auto chess already, to be honest. I, I think it's a it's a phase. I don't know why they're bringing it out. It's just another mode. It should maybe be an event that comes out now and then, maybe. But as an auto chess game, don't care about it. Mm. It's not going to take off like the rest of these other genres that came out of you know the these type of games, I don't think it's going to do that well. Mm. And they're doing it. And you know what? I don't care. That's one thing I really don't care about. I do, on the other hand, I'm going to look forward to uh, Overwatch 2. Yes. I never got into the hype surrounding that game. See, uh, one thing I am actually going to praise uh, Blizzard on for the Overwatch 2 thing is the fact that uh, if you only care about the online aspect of Overwatch, you don't even need to get Overwatch 2. Because it's all going to be played as one. Yeah. That's something cool. But they're going to have that whole story mode. I've always wanted a story mode for Overwatch. I love all those little events. and Especially it, when you see it in a lot of fighting games as yeah. well. Like anything by Netherrealm, like uh, the Mortal Kombat games and Injustice, they have fantastic story modes to them. Yeah, but that's not just the thing, though. It's going to have like an actual... You know, when you run through a campaign, say in Call of Duty or whatever, mm. and you really get into the story. I think, Black o- I think the original Black Ops had the best story. They're well, going to have well, that with all the skills, though. Yeah. Focus, stay on topic. (laughs) (laughs) I just look at it and see all the, you know, storylines that's going to be possibly going through it. And then they're going to have customization of characters as well. It's going to be great. I I think it's going to be awesome. And Didn't you you just love it, though, when your custom character appeared in a (laughs) cutscene? Just (laughs) do it so bad. (laughs) Yep. Still, though, I'm uh, not going to be touching any of it at all. I'm going to be boycotting and I am going to stick with it. I wonder if we have time for this, but I wouldn't mind talking about the um, Fallout 76. Apparently, people getting refunds, apparently. Yes, that was actually next. Yes. So, uh, people complained to the ACCC for Australia that they uh, well, they requested refunds and were told they can't. But the, the reason they were requesting it is because they were sold a defective product. Yeah. And the ruling has come out. If you have and the marketing done, force yeah. of Fallout 76 was just a blatant lie to the consumers. Yeah. So, if you had sent an email to them during a time period that you can get a full refund for it, like, you know, the full price. So you could play it the entire time and still get a refund. That sounds great to me. And that's due yeah. to the Australian consumer law, right? Yes. Because 
we're really protected here with this stuff. Like, we can't just be like, oh, I don't like this game. I'm going to, you know, you know, it's just because it's, it's just not that great. I can get a refund. Mm. But, you know, there's always, like, limitations to that. But if you're not providing what the game is said to be, it's, you're good. You're covered. And I think that will set a really important example to a lot of other developers that have been doing this. Like, how many games have you been playing in recent years that just um, the actual finished product was nothing what the trailers have shown? Uh, I mean, realistically. Um, <laughs> no, Minecraft, you know what you're getting, I would say. Yeah, when I paid $2.50 for it, I knew exactly what I was getting on buggy game. <laughs> See, I can't answer that question because all the games I've recently got or like have gotten in the past, they've all been pretty good products, in yeah. all honesty. But a lot of these games, they only got good like after a million patches. Like yeah. I think the worst example for me, the one that I'm most bitter about no is... No Man's Sky? Uh, no. Well, yeah, that's an example there, but I haven't played that. But Total War Rome 2... That was the first collector's edition I ever bought because I like I played Rome Total War since I was a kid. I love that game. That got me into history. Anyway, and the trailers for Rome, Total War Rome Two just looked so good. And then when I saw the finished product, no, you, I never. I don't trust developers. You always bring that. up Total War. <laughs> That's because it's it his is, favorite game. It is my favorite gaming franchise, uh, and I will always bring that up because it's the game sesh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, coming up on this episode of Hump Day Vibes, we've got a song by Pink Floyd. Wait, it episodes is- now? Oh, yeah, because we've got to look on the perspective of like Spotify and stuff like that. You know? Ah, and speaking of Spotify. Oh, fine, just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen on Spotify if you search Hump Day Vibes. Same with Podbean if you search Hump Day Vibes, you can listen on that. We also have a website, www.humpdayvibes.com, where you can listen to all the shows. You can look at our member profiles. You can even request music. And then we also have a Hump Day Vibes Facebook and Instagram page. And you can also listen on the Fremantle uh, radio webpage as well. Yes, on 107.9 FM, of course, as well. Yes. Well, this is The Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd. Stay tuned. And that was Summer Holiday by Fritz. And before that was Hypothermia by Fletcher Gull. Fletcher Gull? Yes, I got it correct this time, Brock. You're listening to Hump Day Vibes with Brock Byrne and Alex on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. It's coming up to 10 to 5 here at Murdoch University. So, we have some rather amusing news. Apparently, some vegans complaining about the placement of their vegan meat yeah. in Woolies. Well, What's not, going on here? Well, firstly, it's not meat. Let's get that straight. Yeah, no, it's this abomination of what they would call. But they're complaining that it get got put in the same cooler section as normal meat. Oh, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, now, the thing is, though, are they like mixed in together or are they in separate categories here? Oh no, they're, they're a separate category to the side. And what are they complaining about? The thing is, it's right next to it. God. Oh, see, now I have to look at the bacon oh, and I, I, I see a face all the time. No, I'm going to play devil's advocate here oh, and defend it's the a, vegans. It's, it's, a stupid, it's a stupid complaint. No, no, it no. Is. I don't think it is. And here's why. Just for the fact that they're being packaged essentially together. Yeah, but who complains about the placement of something so, in a supermarket? Okay, so we don't know. Like, <laughs> potentially, we don't know about uh, like potential cross contaminations and stuff like that. And not only that, though, cross contaminations—they're fully yeah. sealed. No, no, but it's no, a but, no, but no, he, no. This is where I'm getting here. Uh, like, it's refrigerated. It's not just um, like in the packaging. It's more like if they're being put together in the same sort of area when the things are actually being packaged properly and stuff like that. We don't know where it's coming from. So, wait, 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 wait. No, no. So Coles gets the packets. And they put it on the shelf. It's sealed already. No, no, no. But I mean, like, in the actual production aspect. Yeah. You know, production is from another company. Yes, yes. That's the main thing, though. If if they're being packaged, like, and put in the same area together on uh, in the stores, behind the scenes, like, in all those other production aspects, 
it could be similar. I just see this well, as just people. No, I just see this as people just looking for a problem to complain about. I wonder what what even are you trying to fight there? That you don't even. What you do don't you, even believe this, man. They are packages from somewhere else. There's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if if they if that's there, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes as it's, well. It's all conspir- it's all a conspiracy, man. Okay, firstly, I'm going to tell you just in the design aspect, Coles and Woolworths and all them. They've only got so many places to put fridges. Let's start that straight out. Yeah, you have to think about Secondly, it your argument is absolutely terrible and does not have any basis it's, behind it's, it. It's oh, a question. It's a question of feelings. It's Ve- a question. Seriously, it's a question of feelings here. I love it. Vegan. All, all the vegan stuff will come through. You know, the same lines as the meat. Are you saying, that's what it sounds like you're saying. I think though, would they not it could to, happen? Like, no. To be honest, if you were like a vegan, you, would you not be sort of? Feel good about seeing a beside meat, saying it's like, oh, this is going to be like an alternative to meat one day, and all that. So why would they? I don't know. Just the people that you see complaining on the media but are the also, idiots. You, you have know. to consider also uh, the type of vegan people. Are. A lot of people don't want to be associated with anything to do with animal cruelty and stuff along those lines. So and like, having the actual proper meat next to the <laughs> vegan alternatives. That can be a sort of trigger in a sense. No, I am for the ethical treatment of animals as long as they're slaughtered humanely. That's what, like How I can certainly... you slaughter an animal humanely? Oh, you know, if you okay, stun them and then you slit their throat. I'm going to stop us right there. <laughs> what? But this is the end of what we're talking about. But, but this is funny, though. I no, love no, this. No, 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 no. Oh. So the only thing I can say is I think it's a good thing to put it there because people like you and me will try it. Yes. And then and we'll spit it out because... No, uh, we don't know if we will or not, but... Then we might start doing that and going down more their path, and they might get happy about that. So they should not complain about it. Well, you know what? As an almond milk enthusiast, I think uh, these guys are almond uh, substitute. It's not milk, right? No, no, someone gave me. There's no such thing as almond milk. Milk is from mammals. As an almond milk enthusiast, I am on the (laughs) vegan side here. Song. what is with us? Uh, well, when you were talking about all that, I decided to take the opportunity and put in a rather unorthodox song into this show, because since I'm taking advantage of it, of my last show for a month is a Finnish song. Let's Are you going to say Panic on. in it? It's called Vuane 85 by a band called Epuru Normali. Stay tuned. Okay. And that was Vuana85 by Ipo Normali. I really do hope I pronounced that correctly, my Finnish friends. Unfortunately, though, we are out of time for this episode of Hump Day Vibes. And I'll be gone doing better things in life. You know, I'll be off to Sydney. You know, I wouldn't spread say my wings things. and fly. You never know. There are assignments, technically. That's well, what you're doing. It is, technically. But, you know, it'll be fun. You and know? hopefully it'll lead somewhere better. Yeah. You know, because WA is not that great. But something's better I'm than Hunter Vibes. What do you mean? Hunter Vibes is the best. Exactly. It's the absolute best show. No doubt. Like nothing can compare. Anyway, do you have any final words, you two? I wish I was in control right now so we could have a party. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, um, what I would like to say, though, Alex, is I would just like to say I want to wish you well in the time that you're away at the uh, Radio National. So. Yeah. 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 And we'll miss you and we'll try and replace you, but, you know, it won't happen because you can't replace you. Yeah. And Aww. speaking of uh, replacements, though, next uh, week, though, we will have a special guest. guest. Yeah, yeah, we have a special guest. guest next week. We're not going to say who it is, but uh, yes, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Well, this is Rock and Roll Life by Bio Lightning. I have no idea if I pronounced it correctly. Goodbye. <laughs>